Hey everybody, I hope that you are doing great out there. This is your boy VIC coming to you. Welcome to Victory in Christ. And today we're going to begin a few series on something that I believe is really important if we're going to be successful in life and in our Christian walk. And it can also be summarized in one word. That word is relationships. We all have relationships whether they're good relationships, whether they're bad relationships. The truth is that we are all in some type and some sort of relationships. Now, of what I've seen in my experience on just studying how other people interact with each other and a family basis and also in a workplace basis and just in a community basis, I can see that many people have relationships that are broken with people that they want to have good relationships with. And a lot of times this break happens due to lack of information, misinformation, uh, opinions uh, of, you know, different political inclinations and so many other things. But how can we bridge that gap? How can we have good relationships with those people that we want to have a good relationship with? And how can we potentially save relationships with, with bad... Let me rephrase that. How can we save those bad relationships that we have with people we want to have good relationship with, if possible? The hard truth is that due to cultural differences and due to different other variables that if I start mentioning, this is going to be a really long podcast. A lot of relationships that are bad can be saved, but some will not be able to be saved. Because even though you can forgive and even forget offenses, other people may not so easily be able to do this in the same manner uh, and that's okay to a certain extent and just know that it's okay if you try to save a bad relationship and it doesn't work the important part is that at least you tried so moving forward moving along here uh, Jesus himself said in let me look it up here real briefly in mark chapter 10 verse 18 he said why do you call me good jesus answered no one is good except god alone a lot of people are really this verse catches a lot of people's imagination that christ would say or ask why do you call me good Nobody's good except God. And so a lot of scholars even have a hard time with this. How can uh, our Lord and Savior, the perfect man, God incarnate, say this? Well, I believe that in this verse, he's referring to the flesh. He's referring to our carnal nature. Because remember, he was fully human as well. So he also had all those carnal inclinations that we have 
and he overcame them. So I believe that when Jesus said that he's not good, what he's truly saying is that in his carnal nature, there's nothing good there. It's a sinful nature, and we've all fallen short. We've all um, sinned because of it. Uh, and the only man to not have sinned is Christ. And so, this is also a verse about relationships as well. In relationships, when you get into a relationship, you have to know... And be aware that on this planet, in our flesh, there is nothing good. We are not good. We're always inclined to be selfish. We're always inclined to be self-seeking. Uh, we're always inclined to be greedy. That's just our inclination as human beings. And that this is something that if you want to have successful relationships... You need to understand that it's very important that you understand this. Because a lot of times when somebody does something, we believe that they do it with a malicious intent because this is also part of our flesh. We always like to assume that when somebody does something, they have this evil you know, plan behind it uh, against us, which... In very few cases, it's true, but in most cases, it's not. In most cases, what it is, is just the inclination, giving over to an inclination of the flesh. That's it. And it has nothing to do with us personally. So when you're in a relationship and somebody does something that you don't agree with, that person, a lot of time, is not doing it against you personally. And most times it has nothing to do with you at all. And so because we are uh, prideful in nature as well, we sometimes like to think that life revolves around us. And we like to think that other people revolve around us as well. And that is so far from the truth. So when you're in a relationship... You have to understand, especially if you want to make it a good relationship. And if you want to get a bad relationship turned around into a good relationship, then you have to understand this and you have to take a moment to view at the circumstances which turned that good relationship bad to begin with and get rid of all the assumptions around that circumstance that you created. A lot of times, we turn a good relationship bad because of bad assumptions about another person's behavior. Uh, that we think they're after us or they're doing us uh, bad because they want to and things, of, I mean, so much crap out there and so many things that you know go through our minds when we're in relationships with each other so let me assure you that if you just take some time to really look at those circumstances and question whether your assumptions that turned that good relationship to a bad one were correct or not you might surprise yourself 
you might surprise yourself and you might see that the assumptions might have been wrong. And it is okay to be wrong. We're human. We're not perfect. And it is okay to bridge the gap and go back to that person and let that person know where you were wrong and ask them if you can move forward with the relationship and turn it into to a good one. If you can move forward from that situation that happened and solidify what was there in the beginning, what made that relationship strong in the very beginning. And it's a very hard thing to do. It could consist of you having to ask for forgiveness uh, and the other person accepting. Uh, it consists of the other person accepting in turning the bad relationship back into a good relationship as well because it's a two-way street. And it's a scary thing to do because you are dealing with the possibility of rejection. Most times, the reason that we don't want to ask for forgiveness in a relationship when we do something wrong is because that possibility of rejection. And rejection is very powerful. It keeps us from doing many things. Even the assumption of rejection will keep us from our potential and from doing so many things uh, with our lives. And But that's for another podcast. <laughs> that's a whole other issue. So... Uh, we'll be back after a short break to continue speaking a lot about relationships and about creating solid relationships. Hey guys, we're back uh, after the break here uh, and we're talking about relationships and we were basing it off Mark chapter 10, verse 18, where Jesus said, Why do you call me good? There's no one good but God except God. And so the basis for this particular verse is the fact that Jesus understood that no human being on earth is perfect and no human being on earth is good. In the flesh... We are all inclined to selfish desires. We're all inclined to pride. We're all inclined to so many, uh, you know, things that are against our fellow man. And this is why even Jesus said that all the prophets and commandments are summed up in love thy neighbor as yourself. However, that's a different podcast. <laughs> now... Moving uh, forward on this idea or this fact, I should say, that Jesus left with us, that we are not good, this fact is what's going to propel you in your relationships to a better understanding of people and also a better situation in your relationships. See, when you understand that for the most part, we're inclined continually towards things of our flesh, towards greed, towards uh, self-seeking, towards uh, pridefulness, towards so many things. You begin to look at relationships and look at people differently. 
And now, I'm not saying to look at people uh, differently as in always expect the worst. I'm asking you to look at your relationships with people differently as don't always assume that the reason somebody behaves a certain way is to aggravate you or is an attack on you personally. That is so far from the truth so many times. And these assumptions is what turns a good relationship bad, as we were speaking of previously. So when you go in with the knowledge of how our flesh is always inclined towards uh, selfishness, then you are also aware that this happens also with you too. So you can also keep yourself in check and also keep that mirror on yourself and always be checking yourself on how you're behaving. Are you behaving in a way that is conducive to a good relationship? Or are you doing things in certain areas of that relationship that can potentially destroy the relationship because it's not always about what others are doing or behaving a lot of times it's also we need to take a uh, introspective view of ourselves and take inventory of how we're behaving as well we got to ask ourselves where are we being inclined to follow our flesh our greed our desires in, within the relationship and in what areas of those relationships that is happening. This is very powerful because if you can really examine yourself and your behavior and begin to tweak those things in your behavior, then you'll notice that as you start acting differently, uh, the other person that you're in a relationship with or the other people could be more than just one person too will start acting differently towards you as well a lot of times a powerful tool is that that i use for a successful relationship is the knowledge of knowing that humans like to mimic each other uh, a lot of times we do this subconsciously as well if someone raises their right hand first to answer a question everyone else will tend to raise their right hand as well if someone raises their left hand to answer a question the same is true people will be more inclined to raise their left hand as well we love to mimic each other and in doing this when you're behaving that's the power of changing your own behavior as well and knowing where your shortfalls are and dealing with them so that you can get rid of your blind spots in your own behavior. And so what will happen is people will start mimicking your new behavior tendencies that you will start to display once you start this inventory of yourself, if you will. And so this is very powerful. If you can behave in a way where you'll know it will cause a positive change in yourself 
that will also cause a positive change in your relationships as well. So always pay mind to this. It's not always the behavior of others that we need to seek as much as the behavior of ourselves to be successful in relationship. And again, I cannot stress this enough. We are all inclined towards sin, towards ourselves. So don't always assume that other people's behavior is geared towards you or set against you. Many times it's not. We need to get rid of this assumption. And getting rid of this assumption and just seeing it for what it is, well, we're inclined uh, towards sin and that person acted this way because of his nature, then we can look at, take ourselves from the equation and look at it from a solution base rather than an offensive state. And in doing so, you can actually approach the person with no bias, with no offenses, and may even be able to strengthen the relationship by assisting and helping that person overcome whatever it is that they're dealing with at that particular point in time. Don't just assume that it's against you. All right? So I hope that you guys enjoyed this first part of the series on uh, relationships. And thank you again for listening in and tuning in to Victory in Christ. I hope you guys have a blessed day, a blessed week, a blessed life. And we'll talk to you guys later.